0: The following program has been pre recorded for broadcast at this time.
1: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
2: What's well, happening, good people? It's Dr. David Anderson live in the nation's capital. You ready to get started?
0: It's Theological Thursday. from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Here we go. Live. It's Theological Thursday.
2: Can the Bible be trusted? That's what we're talking about on this Theological Thursday. I've got our special guest, Pastor Dan Taylor, who's going to be live with us here in the studio. Many of you see him on Facebook and on YouTube right now in our brand new studios here, the Real Talk Studios. In just a moment after I pray, I'm going to introduce Pastor Dan Taylor. We've been walking together for over two decades, almost three Uh, He's our resident theologian, as I like to call him here, uh, at Bridgeway Community Church. But first, uh, let me give you our phone number, say a word of prayer, make sure you have the information you need, and then we'll go from there. We are taking your phone calls at 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. If you're driving over a bridge or thinking about one, that's going to help you with the phone number because our number is 888 43 brige That's one way to help you. Uh, remember it, okay? Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have downloaded your word uh, to help us live our lives powerfully. And so we uh, commit today's show over to you, as well as our guest, Pastor Dan Taylor. Help us to understand the scriptures and the word of God today. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen Amen. and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of us, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com or download my app, Gracism, all right? And of course, uh, if you download that app, then you'll see there's a little phone icon. You hit that, it'll call us right here in the studio uh, during showtime. Of course, you can always go to my favorite website, EmbraceGracism.com, and you can learn what it means to be a gracist. Now, this is a call-in talk show, but I have a special guest today. It's Pastor Dan Taylor. He's one of the associate pastors here at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, as well as Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland, For 26 years, you know, the church is 27 uh, years uh, old, and Pastor Dan and I knew each other from our Moody Bible Institute days, and he moved out with his family uh, to help us with life groups and Bible studies, and he's been with us ever since. Currently, he's a teaching and training pastor as well as a staff chaplain uh, for our employees, and he's the overseer of our resource center He earned uh, both of his degrees, his bachelor's degree as well as his master's degree from the Moody Bible Institute, and he has self-published three books, which are Spiritual Life Notebook, The Gospel of John Day by Day, and A Different Kind of Life, Devotional Reflections on uh, Psalm 23. He's also contributed several chapters to the Multicultural Ministry Handbook published by IVP that I edited, and more than that, he's taught the Bible around the world, and he Uh, has uh, lived a life of shepherding uh, right here uh, in our church, as well as trying to equip leaders from all around the world, in Africa and here in America as well. And so, Pastor Dan, thank you so much for being on the show today.
3: I'm thrilled to be here. This is be fun with you.
2: Uh, Absolutely. Well, we get to do ministry together. What's really cool about it, though, is uh, we get to talk about the Bible. And I know that this is uh, something that Uh, you believe in, you trust, you've taught, you've learned growing up. But a lot of people have a question about whether they can actually trust uh, the Bible. And so I thought for a good Theological Thursday topic, we talk just a little bit about the Bible. Uh, I'm going to start really basic, uh, Pastor Dan. Uh, What is the Bible?
3: So the Bible is a collection of 66 books, um, Old Testament, New Testament, Greek and Hebrew. And they were written by uh, people who believed that they were being revealed by God a message that God wanted to give to the world
2: mm-hmm. and so it was it written on paper then and just printed uh, like books <laughs> that are would today be so nice, no,
3: <laughs> it actually wasn 't It was written on everything from uh, skins to papyrus paper and meticulously hand copied uh, over centuries actually
2: okay, so it was uh, hand copied over centuries on what parchment and so what 's the whole stone thing with Moses? The whole <laughs> you know the Ten monies? Commandments or something like oh, that, yes. and you know you see pictures of the Ten Commandments sure. on stones and stuff like that. Was it was were things etched on stone like that?
3: No, think of the Ten Commandments as a a monument that you would have. It wasn't. They didn't do the whole Old Testament on stone. that would have been crazy.
2: Okay, gotcha. And then uh, of course the printing press uh, wasn't even invented uh, back then, and there. And so how do we pass on this 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 holy writ? when you didn't really have a printing press? How did, how did that work?
3: So people spent their entire lives dedicated to copying one version or one manuscript of either Old Testament, New Testament, or both, and they would meticulously handwrite one. Some of them, that was their life contribution to the world, was a handwritten, meticulously done, so it would be trying to not have any variances in between them, and that could have been their life work for the world.
2: So it would be like a missionary with a uh, Wycliffe Bible translators or something like that, where no, they'd kind they kind of spend would, their whole life? Well,
3: they'd spend their whole life, but they would actually be writing in most of the time, Latin, looking at a Latin text that they had been given. And then they're trying to, it's almost like they're trying to be a human photocopier.
2: Uh-huh. I gotcha. And then, so if something was wrong, then, uh, they would continue to copy it wrong. If something was right, they'd continue to copy it. Right.
3: How did they know what was right and what was wrong? Well, the the right-wrong, we don't call them rights and wrongs. Okay. We we call them variances. Variances, okay. So a variance uh, many times would be copied over and over. Sometimes uh, the the copyist would make a notation Mm -hmm. in a margin Mm -hmm. if they think there's something that would be wrong. Mm -hmm. But most of the time they would just meticulously copied it um, because in many cases – they thought uh, they were doing worship by doing that. Uh-huh. So there's no way they would make any kind of changes to the text.
2: So like a Mark 16, would it be a variance where some b- Bibles have maybe that last paragraph about handling snakes and things of that sort, but then somebody else didn't include it, so maybe they make a note. Is that an example of a variance or not? Well, that's a big variance. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: So it is an example of a variance, but a variance could be something as simple as um, if you were writing my name, you could write Dan or you could write Daniel. Uh And both of those, that would be a variance. I see. Even though you know who they're talking about, uh, it would still be considered a variance.
2: So it's not really a contradiction as much as it is um, using, uh, people call me DA, they call me David, they call me Dave, but you know who we're talking about. So it's kind of in the mind of that writer, what they choose to to write. Correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. 888-432-7434. That is our number live in studio. We're talking about the Bible. That's right. Can you trust the Bible? I've got special guest, Pastor Dan Taylor, who uh, has been schooled at the Moody Bible Institute for his bachelor's and his master's degree. He's also uh, an adult Christian educator here at uh, Bridgeway Community Church, where I'm the founding and senior pastor. If you have a phone call question, now's the time to do it. My lines are now open. Any question about the Bible, we're going to learn more. I'm going to press in as much as I can, get as As much wisdom as we can get on this Theological Thursday from Pastor Dan Taylor. My phone number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-Bridge. Think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with e home counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. It's convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but e home counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. E home counseling can help, and they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833 40 E home. That's 833 40 E home or catch them online ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think.
1: We all want to get back to normal, and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge, and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county.
4: Dr.
5: Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They're outstanding. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you with the free home inspection. They mm-hmm. came out. Love it, it was just absolutely amazing.
2: They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. It's fine. before
4: the water crisis.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to nine seven zero zero zero. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 9700. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: And we're back.
0: It's Real Talk Dr.
2: David Anderson. That's me. I've got Pastor Dan Taylor who's hanging out live in the studio with us here, and we're talking about the Bible on this Theological Thursday. Can the Bible be trusted? Pastor Dan's been working with the Bible for many, many years, and he helps teach us specifically about the Bible, and so we're asking him questions to help us understand the Bible. I'm going to ask them how to read the Bible uh, a little bit later. But before we get there, we're kind of establishing this idea of credibility of the scriptures. Uh, Pastor Dan, people say there are errors and, and contradictions in the Bible. Is that true or false?
3: Well, those are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. So, again, when we talk about errors, they're usually talking about variances in a text. I see. So, it's not an error. It's just that you've got one text that says an expression this way and one that says it a different way. Okay. And scholars have to figure out is it an, many times it's like, is it an of or is it an in or is it a to something? And so, to like to, t-o or in like in. I in. N- Correct. So, I in understand. the spirit or to the spirit, many times those kinds of things are. The variances. I see. Contradictions are totally different. Contradiction okay. means it says this one way and this way is a totally different expression. The, the technical term is A and non-A. And so many times the things that are listed as contradictions yeah. are really not contradictions. That You've got two people expressing the same thing a different way.
2: From a different perspective.
3: So if I had said... I met Pastor Anderson coming out of a certain restaurant, Mm -hmm. and I told that to somebody. Yeah, and then someone else said, "Well, I saw Pastor Anderson coming out of the restaurant with three pastors from Nigeria while you were there." Mm -hmm. Both of those statements are true; they're not contradictory. Right, they're both true. So you've got a statement like in Matthew where he talks about one—he talks about an angel being at the tomb—and you've got in another text two angels being at the tomb. Well, Mm -hmm. it's that's not a contradiction. There was one angel there. There happen to be two as well.
2: Right, right, right. Gotcha. 888-432-7434. If you have Bible questions now, uh, is the time to ask our Bible scholar, Pastor Dan Taylor. Our number is 888-432-7434, 888 uh, bridge uh you laughed when i said uh, scholar
3: <laughs> technically you are closer to being a scholar than i am
2: <laughs> yeah but i lean on you man, because you're just smarter so there you have it hey look there's 66 books in the bible the christian bible are there really more books than that
3: well first of all i wouldn't say even say 66 books in the christian bible okay i mean you can say that um it, you really have the Old Testament, which is Jewish scripture, and then you've got New Testament, which is Christian scriptures. Uh-huh. And so, were there other books out when the New Testament books were being written? Sure, there were.
2: Uh huh. Like racism, Letters Across the Divide, <laughs> Multicultural Ministry by David Anderson. Okay, Absolutely. so, then so yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have
3: a twenty-eight volume set of the Early Church Fathers. It's yeah.
2: So how do we know which ones are inspired? Or I mean, mine were inspired, right? Or not. The, like, one, the ones that I helped you with. Were. Well, exactly. If you didn't help me with them, they, they're definitely not inspired. So then you know how people hear from the Lord and they write things down. What sure. makes that any different than, than the Holy Scriptures? How does this stand apart from your work, my work, or even the prophet Muhammad's work?
3: So th- let's stick with the New Testament for now. Okay. What we're trying to discover from the New Testament when we talk about inspiration is these people that were walking and talking and eyewitnesses to the life of Christ we want them to tell us what that experience was like and what he taught, and what are the implications of those teachings for us. The ones that are closer to the source that's who we want to hear from uh-huh and so God inspired them, you know um, Peter talks about them being moved by the Holy Spirit to do those things I see. and that they were inspired. I now see. when we write stuff today, I mean many times you can say, you know God, I felt like God told me to write this or God told me to do this, but no one's going to be like. Sowing in and after Revelation at this point.
0: Right, right,
2: right. So then when we're talking about uh, the inspired word of God, you're dealing with human beings that are sinful. And so is there somehow a way that sinful people who are writing the word of God can, like, mess it up? Because a lot of people are wondering about the credibility of God's word.
3: Yeah, cre- again, credibility and reliability are two totally different things. All right,
2: remind me again, what is reliability?
3: Reliability has to do with the actual text itself. Is the text um, that we have, you know, when we have Romans, is that exactly what Paul wrote when he wrote Romans? Mm-hmm. Credibility is things like contradictions and variances and those kinds of things. So really when you're talking about reliability, you're talking about really studying the Bible as a historical text and document, not as a spiritual Uh, guide or communication or revelation from God.
2: And then historicity, uh, like, is it also a history
3: book? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. History would fall into the category of reliability. Uh So, for example, there's been like 85 different um, details in the book of Acts that have been confirmed by historians and Uh archaeologists. So that helps the reliability of that book to be known Uh because it's not just, you know, again, for us as Christians, it's inspired, that doesn't surprise us, but it helps uh, establish the reliability of the scripture when it matches up and we see it matching up with history.
2: Interesting. 888-432-7434. That is the number live here in studio. If you have a question for Pastor Dan, he's our Bible scholar of the hour. That's right. He's helping us understand the word of God. Let's uh, kick off our phone calls from Bowie, Maryland. We've got Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
6: Fine. How are you doing?
2: Oh, alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with us. What are you thinking, Mr. Mike?
6: Oh, I had a question. I I just heard the guy say that uh, the Old Testament was for the the Hebrews and the New Testament is for the Christians. Yeah. I I, and I read in the Book of Hebrews chapter eight verse eight. It seems like it's saying it's for the same group of people. Okay. Can he uh, explain that?
2: Sure. Let me uh read Hebrews eight eight just so we all can level set, if you will make sure that we're uh say, okay. saying the same thing um so by the way is uh hebrews in the old testament or the new testament it's in the new testament i <laughs> oh, no, i'm messing with you man all right verse eight oh, okay. uh verse eight yeah he's like Dad, he don't even know what testament is in now here it is but god found fault with the people and said the time is coming declares the lord when i will make a new covenant with the house of israel and with the house of judah that's the verse you're talking about yes okay So you're talking about God's covenant, not necessarily God's Word. Is there a difference? Sure. Well, let me let Pastor Dan answer that. So how do you respond that uh, Old Testament not for Jews, New Testament not for Christians, but all of it is the same? Um, And maybe Mike is saying because the covenant uh, God made is for all his people, so maybe the Word of God should be for everyone. What do you think?
3: Yeah, so when I was talking about the Old Testament New Testament, I'm not saying the Old Testament's not for us. The Old Testament is actually... Some of my favorite parts of God's revelation So they're both divine revelation from God To a specific group of people So the the Old Testament Was for the nation of Israel New Testament was for New Testament Christians But if you read how the New Testament Christians learned They were studying the Old Testament And so I'm not saying the Old Testament isn't for us What I'm saying is that uh, You've got a Hebrew language and a Greek language For each of these cultures And the time periods that they were written in I'm not saying they're not for us and okay. a cov- and by the way, a covenant, no, I, I, a covenant is totally different. A covenant is an agreement that God makes with a group of people like Moses with the children of Israel before they went into the Holy Land. They affirmed a covenant. They were saying, we are in agreement with God that we are going to obey the Old Testament law. It's a covenant, almost like a marriage covenant. Mm. Is that helpful, Mike? It is, but I, I was saying that it uh,
6: sounds like he's saying a new one, new covenant Is with that same group of people as the old one. It says Uh the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It doesn't include. Doesn't sound like it's including a new group of people.
2: I understand what you're saying now. Thanks for clarifying that. So basically, when the New Testament was written, you feel like it was for everybody, right?
6: No, I'm saying it's saying it's not. The scripture Uh says he's going to make a new testament with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Uh It doesn't say anybody else, like a new add-on group.
2: So would you, just so for clarification so we all understand, would you say that New Testament Christians are a part of the House of Israel and the House of Judah?
6: No, I'm saying that that scripture isn't saying that. I don't think. It sounds like that scripture is saying God, God's going to make a new agreement with the same group of people that he made the old agreement with.
2: I understand. Because that. he
6: just names those two entities, the House of Israel, House of Judah.
2: Okay. What do you think about that, Pastor Dan?
3: Well, I mean, there's many times where Christ talked about us reaching, making disciples of all nations. So as a New Testament Christian, I think it's pretty clear that the gospel is supposed to be global, not specific to a, a nation of people.
2: Gotcha. Hey, listen, Mike, thanks for the question, man. I appreciate it. Lord bless you. Hopefully that was helpful a little bit. Let's go to Springfield, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
7: I'm good, Doctor. How are
2: you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. Hey, what are you thinking today on this uh, topic, Can We Trust
7: the Bible? I have a question for Pastor Dan. Uh-huh. Um, I grew up on the King James Bible. Um, it was always my favorite version of the Scripture. Um, but my question is, now that I'm a little bit older and I can look in, at the Bible and see the, the names in the New Testament, like John, Peter, James, things like that, seem to be English names. Are those the original names of Scripture, or those names given by King James, just so that people would have an easier time pronouncing them.
3: So you're asking about the title of the books of the New Testament?
7: Yes, like John, James,
3: Mark. Well, they Luke. well again, they were originally written in Greek, and most of the New Testament documents, when they were first written, didn't have titles. So the, yes, the titles were okay. attached by editors, so we knew what book we were reading. And uh, to to differentiate them from one another, so you know when one started and when the other one's finished, and who were they addressed to.
7: So, so what about the actual so people in the scriptures that we're reading about? Like John, was that his name? Was Peter his name, or was it a different name?
3: Well, when for those when, individuals, when Jesus was alive, he actually probably smoke, spoke. Wow, that was close. <laughs> Aramaic. And so <laughs> he used Aramaic was the convert was the conversation language anyway. So when they wrote it in Greek, they were already doing translation from if his name was Peter in in Aramaic to Peter in Greek. So they're already starting to do translations even back then. But most likely Jesus spoke Aramaic, so that's the names that he would have called them anyway.
2: And so then okay. uh, uh anonymous, I guess if the name was uh Joshua, uh, you know, in one language from the Hebrews, maybe it's, uh, it's like John Jesus. and Juan in Spanish to English. Yeah, Juan in, in Spanish. Yeah. So then, what with, with Anonymous is asking, since King James was English, correct. We would we would take it from Juan if it were Spanish, it wasn't, but I'm just saying, correct. We'd take it from Juan and then we'd call it.
3: Transliterated John. into English, absolutely, yes. Uh-huh.
2: Is that helpful, Anonymous?
7: Very helpful, because I know a lot of people who have take issue with the names of the scriptures. Yeah. And I think it would just help them to understand, you know, that the names, you know, of how the names came about because they are English names.
2: Excellent. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. And, uh, uh, anytime you want to uh, read uh, my book, uh, it's going to be named Leroy. <laughs> there was like no Leroy in the Bible. What's up with that? No, there's not. But I'm there sorry. was an Elroy. Elroy. God's name. Absolutely. The God who sees Elroy. <laughs> hey, listen, we're coming back in just a couple minutes. Francis in Springfield, we're coming to you. By the way, if you want to get in, now's the time. 888 43 Bridge.
8: One listener that stands out that i worked with recently was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders. You know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and never had any hardships in their life. Just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do to do this refinance, whether it's two, three, six months from now.
9: Our United Faith, United faith
0: mortgage. mortgage. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 133. AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. And we refinance. Total refinancing charges may be higher over life of loan. Here 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Help your child or grandchild have a biblical worldview and shape their Christian faith with a Christian school education. There are eight local area Christian schools partnering with WAVA to offer half priced tuitions for the full school year starting this fall. Current Christian schools participating are located in Olney, Laurel, Glendale, Frederick, Eldersburg, Reston, and Fairfax. Buy a half-price tuition at WAVA.com. Click on the school bus or give us a call. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com.
6: If you're attacked by a bear, a dog will throw himself into the mouth of a bear to save you. Dogs are dogs. They pour out their love onto you. Before long, you can't live without them. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur. He's about 120 pounds, and his name is Arlo. My little cocker, her coat's as soft as a stuffed animal. They're both real soft coats, and my dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat.
5: V-I-T-E dot
6: com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food.
5: The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food.
6: We'll be scooping our Dynavite onto the food, then squirting the liquor chops and the fish oil. They start salivating.
5: Dynavite is nutrition.
6: You won't believe how
5: happy your dog will
6: be. It's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. I gave my dynamite at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.
0: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
1: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
2: It's Real Talk. With Dr. David Anderson, welcome to the second half of our program today. It's Theological Thursday. I've got special guest, Pastor Dan Taylor, uh, Bible teacher and scholar who uh, has been working with me at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owen's Meals, Town, Maryland, now for uh, 27 years. He's our in-house resident theologian, as I like to call him. Uh, But also, he's helping us with today's topic, Can the Bible Be Trusted?, do you have questions about the authenticity, the historicity, the credibility, the reliability, the inspiration of the Bible, which we call God's Word? Uh, if you do, then you have a few minutes to give us a call. Our lines are open. Here's my phone number 888 432 7434. That's 888 43 Bridge. Go ahead and give us a call while you can. We're going to Springfield, Virginia now to talk to Francis, who's on the line. Hey Francis, it's Doctor Anderson here. How are you?
10: I'm doing great, Doctor Anderson. I love I, I love listening to your show. I also enjoy your services. Oh, thank you. Uh, and your services on Sundays.
2: Thank you, sir. Appreciate that.
10: I, I want I want to I, I want to make a comment and ask a question.
2: Okay. Go for My it.
10: My comment is I true I truly and wholly believe in everything the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Without a question, without any doubt in my mind that everything in the Bible is true. Mm-hmm. I do have questions sometimes about some things in the Bible that I don't understand. Yeah. And the question is, um, we know that God created Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel. Uh huh. My question is, how did the rest of the children come about?
2: How did, so the question is, how did all the children come about when you go from Adam and Eve to Cain and Abel, right? Exactly understood, like uh, Pastor Danny's wondering something's missing there. Uh, Cain and Abel didn't do anything together, so how do we get all this population
3: so again we've right, got we've, right. we've got Cain <laughs> and Abel being talked about, but it does, that doesn't eliminate that they had other children too. The story was about Cain and Abel, so if I was telling a story about my family, about me and my sister, that doesn't mean i don't have three other brothers. It just means that the story is about me and my my sister. So, the story about Cain and Abel is about Cain and Abel. matter of fact, it says in scripture that they had many other children so
2: is is that helpful Francis
10: okay uh so he's saying that we only heard a story about Cain and Abel right. but it doesn't mean that they he didn't they didn't have any brothers and sisters
2: it doesn't mean that they, there are others that weren't uh he could have had sisters but they weren't mentioned especially in a male-dominated male culture, women you know hardly ever got a, a, a name in Scripture or a shout-out. And so that's unfortunate, but that is a reality. Even when it says 3,000 people got saved in Acts chapter 2, they're probably not even counting the women and the children. So it could have been a whole lot more people. So I think Pastor Dan is saying, yes, the story's about Cain and Abel, but it doesn't mean that they didn't also have other daughters uh, and sons as well.
10: But doesn't that then imply that for the purposes of procreation to increase, then that they had relationships with their brothers and sisters to produce the rest of the world?
2: That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, in, in saying I don't West- know
3: what other options you have. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that mean that's, I was going to make a joke about West Virginia, but I'm not going no, to because do they're a part of my listening group. <laughs> I love West Virginia. But listen, uh, Francis, <laughs> straight up. Back then, think about it like this. Because if that happened today, not only is it incestuous, but with the gene pool and everything, yeah. you could get a child that's mentally uh, 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 what's the word? Challenged, okay. But back right. then, but back then they were closer to the fall, so the unfolding uh-huh. of of uh, sin throughout humanity over the generations hadn't taken root in the same way. So you probably wouldn't have genetic defects like you have now, right? Yeah, a lot of Bibles. All right,
10: well, that answers, <laughs> that answers my question.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, well, yeah, there you have. So, yeah, brothers and cousins, I mean, it'd be quite the family reunion, right, Francis?
10: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> indeed. Alright, hey, listen, yes, man. Indeed. Thank you. God bless you. Now, Pastor Dan, that, that doesn't mean that we can go and have uh, relations Correct. with Absolutely. family members. Absolutely. But this is how people interpret the it. We haven't Absolutely. even talked about interpretation. Yeah,
3: interpretation is a totally different issue.
2: Right, so if a man had 300 wives and 700 concubines, or Correct. or is it reversed? But I can never remember. It doesn't matter. But it was 1,000. It, uh, ma- it was too many. <laughs> but that doesn't prescribe that it's okay to have multiple spouses, but... The scripture's telling us that that was what happened.
3: Yeah, the scripture's representing what truly happened. That doesn't mean it's recommending everything that everybody did.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, boy. We got a lot to talk about, friends. We're going to take our break, and as soon as we come back, we're coming to you, uh, Desmond in Springfield and Marie in Fairfax and Godo in Springfield. A lot of representation in Virginia. Anybody want to call me from West Virginia? Did I offend you? Come on. We're going to be all right. bridge. 4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell him that Dr. Anderson sent you.
0: Want more real talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Happiness is closer
2: than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video. It's convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. EHome Counseling can help, and they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833 40 eHome. That's 833 40 eHome or catch them online, ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think. It's real talk. With Dr. David Anderson, how in the world are you today? If you're on Facebook, YouTube, check out the new digs, the new studio right here in uh, my uh, uh, studio, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let me know if you ever want to come check us out. We'd love to have you as a guest. Here's my number, 888 432 seven four three four you only got a couple minutes to call before we close the lines we're talking with pastor dan taylor graduate of moody bible institute uh with his bachelor's and master's degree author of a few uh wonderful self-published books and he's talking to us today about the bible uh pastor dan anything else that we need to know about the
3: bible before we go back to the phone lines That's absolutely critical wow that's a loaded question i know right um well one This is something that bothers me about a lot of modern American Christians is many times I'll say they worship the Bible. They don't worship God. Mm. And the reason I say that is because God is out of our control. And so we can make an idol out of our Bible and Bible studies. And that's all we focus on Mm. and ignore the relationship that the Bible is supposed to be revealing to us in the first place. So people worship their Bible Mm. Does that make sense? It
2: does make sense. What is revelation?
3: Revelation is when you reveal something that you didn't know to somebody else. So revelation is God, in a biblical sense, is God revealing who he is to us.
2: So then the word of God is what makes it different than what you write and what I write is that God is actually revealing to humans this book. So when we're reading it, we're not just reading Mark or Matthew. We're actually reading what God has revealed to those people. Is that what we believe?
3: Yes, absolutely. He's revealing who he is to us through his scripture. Mm. But again, you need to understand those writers actually encountered Jesus, who is God. So they know what he would say and how he would interact and how he would behave. Mm. Wow. So so again, you know, the best thing for me to do is I can reveal the people that I know to other people who don't know them. Right. Because I know them better.
2: Right, right, right. So they knew him better, so they're revealing to us what they knew about him. Correct. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to uh, Desmond. He's driving through Springfield, Virginia now. Hi, Desmond. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
9: I'm blessed in highly favor. Thank you, Dr. David Anderson, for taking my call.
2: Oh, the pleasure's mine.
9: Um, yes, and thank you that you have a helper there to, for you today. <laughs> I need him. Now, yes, you do. You do. Because <laughs> everyone needs the helper which is the holy spirit Mm. and i i I just want to read this passage which will answer the whole question and it is from second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 which says all scripture Mm -hmm. is given Mm -hmm. by inspiration of god Mm -hmm. and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction In righteousness, Uh that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Mm -hmm. The church has work to do. The church is the body of Christ. Christ is the head of the church. We have so many denominations because people are doing, doing, following man-made doctrines and traditions.
2: The Bible is
9: the Word of God. It has all the answers. That's what you yeah. must follow. I am well, a servant of God, and I'm humbly trying to follow the well, God, of
2: God. I, I tell you, if we listen
9: to God, hmm. if we listen to God, if we follow Him and yep. we trust Him, we'll be like all the servants in the Bible. Thank
2: hey you. Desmond, let me stop you there and tell you: Thank you for your service to the Lord. I appreciate it as a as a man of God, and uh, thank you for that word. The Bible is the word of God. Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. That's a good. Uh, scripture. Oh, we, we
3: know that one very well, David. Why?
2: <laughs> because of Moody Bible Institute. It's the
3: theme verse for Moody Bible Institute. That's right, as well, as well as
2: study to show yourself approved, probably as yes, well. So uh Those, uh, th- I think it's Timothy two fifteen. Yeah. You know, he's, he as he was reading that, and I and I listened to him read about uh, so that the man of God would be thoroughly equipped. Hmm. What about the woman of God?
3: Do you know what I mean? Was, was it just no, I, for I men to be equipped? I mean, people I get stumble over over this, right? Yeah, I. Again, I think the term there, when he talks about the man of God, is a is a general term, more about humanity, not about a gender.
2: Okay, so mankind, humankind, correct, uh, to be equipped, <laughs> or do you really think he's uh, uh, talking about uh, men, as that has been used? No, before. I don't.
3: I don't think so. Specifically, I'd have to go back and see what the original la- language looks like. Mm, um, I, I, th- I really I think it's I- just men. It, it could be because... God doesn't really
2: <laughs> equip women to do anything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I, I'm I'm
3: done. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I'm out. No, I'm just kidding, ladies.
4: You're
2: on,
3: you are <sighs> on your oh, own now. I know,
2: right? I'm out here on an island. I don't believe that. I do believe he equips men and women. Uh, in fact, he even says in uh, uh, Acts chapter 2 that the, you know, the Holy Spirit will uh, women will prophesy, men will prophesy, things of that sort. So there you have it. Okay, let me move on uh, to uh, a woman in Fairfax who Hopefully he doesn't scream at me. It's Marie. Hey, Marie, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm
5: well. How are you?
2: Good. Do you love me or you hate me right now? I was just kidding, by the way.
5: Oh, Grace, Grace. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. Good answer.
2: <laughs> hey, so what are you thinking today, Miss Marie?
5: I am thinking, I think you guys have kind of touched on it a little bit in the beginning uh, when the gentleman was asking about the Hebrew, Mm
4: -hmm.
5: and uh, so the Old Testament and the New Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, As a New Testament, I guess, Christian, um, I have the question where I've heard several African-American people that are Christians say that they are Hebrew.
2: Right. And
5: I'm confused about that because then they're following the law. They said we should be following the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I understand the caller just now where, you know, the, the Bible is God-breathed and studying to show myself approved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I have the Holy Spirit in me to lead and guide me. So when I hear things like, you know, the African-American, you know, we're really Hebrew, uh, so the New Testament Christian thing is not applicable. Can you touch on that when it yeah. comes to theology and the theology of the Bible?
2: Ooh, good question, Marie. Um, good question. What
5: should Yeah, what should the New Testament Christian be following? I know that we all are his children, yeah. you know, but I, I just want to make sure that I'm found uh, on that.
2: Okay, Pastor Dan, can you respond? Thank you, Miss Marie. I appreciate it. What are you thinking about that? Uh, So far as um, the whole idea of of black folk uh, saying that they're Hebrews, it's a whole thing that's happened for uh, especially the last 20 years. But it's growing more and more where folk are reverting to, if I can use the term reverting in air quotes, reverting to a Jewish way of living because they're there are Jewish, either ethnically or spiritually Jewish. How do you handle that uh, from a New Testament perspective?
3: Well, again, from the New Testament point of view, the gospel is supposed to be global, not just for a specific group or ethnic group of people. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, um, I, I don't buy into the idea that, um, yeah, that 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 they're part of an exclusive club that God has called and only and it's only for them
2: so then when somebody in a new testament way is trying to live out the whole bible and uh... let's say they're not even ethically jewish but they want to live the jewish life because of a seder or the jewish feast and they get into that there's nothing wrong with that per se no there's nothing
3: wrong with it it's even maybe respectful you could even argue that it's respectful to do that kind of thing because that's where our faith comes out of some those people, kinds
2: of things some people believe the new testament church is really just a carry-on of the jewish people uh, is, is that just a theological view well, or a biblical I'm, view? I'm
3: fairly, I'm fairly certain both Jesus and Paul didn't think that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, you have when Jesus commissioned us to, do, to make disciples, to make them of all people, and teaching them the things that he taught them. He didn't tell them to teach the Old Testament. He told them to teach of the things that he had taught them. Mm. So they're supposed to be passing on. The teachings of Christ to the disciples, uh-huh. not the Old Testament.
2: That's a good go-forward distinction because uh, the New Testament church didn't have a New Testament, right? And so Correct. they were they were living off of the Old Testament. So Jesus is now bringing the fulfillment of that Old Testament, and now he's sending them out, commissioning them uh, to go into the world and teach t- uh, to obey and observe what he taught them. Is that yeah, it's
3: more about his teaching, not mm-hmm. the teaching of the Old Testament?
2: Got it, Maria. What do you think about that?
3: That,
5: that's very helpful because that's what I felt, um, you know, when you, you encounter people that are, you know, maybe I guess have been looked upon as higher in their walk,
4: mm. bishops
5: and elders and such, mm-hmm. um, and you encounter them and they're telling you, you know, these things and it's like, but my spirit doesn't bear witness with mm-hmm. if I don't eat crustaceans or if I do yeah. eat crustaceans or you know certain foods yeah, and, and don't follow those customs in Maria
2: Marie, I Testament got I gotta jump I'm in wrong. no you're not wrong you're right on I gotta jump in right there because we're going to this break in just a couple minutes we're coming back and we're gonna land this plane.
1: that dress on you do you like it it's super cute i think it's a winner you can borrow it i could never wear that you're lucky you didn't inherit our parents varicose veins the swelling and achiness in my legs it's so uncomfortable actually i did where are they did they just go away on their own no i had them treated by vein clinics of america while the kids were at school
0: For over 40 years, Vein Clinics of America has been a leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose and spider veins. They can have you back in your feet with little or no downtime.
1: Weren't you nervous? At first, but they were so nice and answered all my questions. Did it hurt? Actually, I was surprised. It wasn't bad at all. I should call. Looks like I'll be sharing my
0: new dress. Call Vain Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance accepted. Call 800 418 1700. That's 800 418 1700. 800 418
4: 1700. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. Trying to understand different roofing prices can be confusing. There's the way too low price. price. I mean, you immediately don't trust it. Then there's the way too high price. It almost makes you fall out of your chair. And then there's the roofing price that's just right. Not too high, not too low. It's the Goldilocks price. It's perfect. At New Look, we offer perfect pricing. And we do it with TPT, Total Price Transparency. We give you line-by-line pricing so you know exactly what you're paying for. Find out why over 40,000 homeowners have chosen New Look. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for zero interest financing. It's roofing pricing that's just right. Call 800 279 5300. That's 800 279 5300. Newlookcomdesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy.
0: Pastor Greg Laurie says the pathway to happiness is paved with holiness. It's a point we see spelled out in the Beatitudes from the Lord Himself. This week on A New Beginning, we'll dive deep into Jesus' prescription for happiness and learn how to bring lasting joy to our lives. Tune in this week for A New Beginning.
11: Every weekday morning at 6 a.m. on 105.1 FM WAVA. Emotional pain and depression may indicate that someone At risk for suicide, but the signs aren't always easy to see or discuss. Most people who take their lives exhibit one or more warning signs. Often the signs are subtle changes in mood, what they say, or how they act. Learn to recognize the warning signs. Suicide is preventable. Recognize it, talk about it, act on it. Learn more at RecognizeTalkAct.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health. Thank you for joining us on this thought provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. andersonspeaks.com
2: and by the way, if you want a uh, a good real estate agent, don't call Maria Weaver. But if you want an excellent, great real estate agent, then you've got to call her because she will serve you so very well and she speaks Spanish in the Maryland area. 443, I mean she speaks Spanish everywhere, but she serves <laughs> in the Maryland area. 443-656-0687. That's Maria Weaver 443-656-0687. Pastor Dan, as we bring uh, the show to a close, uh, how do you read the Bible? It's somebody, all this theological stuff, but at the end of the day, how do you read the Bible?
3: Yeah, I think the skill of reading the Bible gets lost because most people talk about studying the Bible, and I would love to see a revival of just learning how to read the Bible Mm -hmm. as a a separate um, skill that Christians need to do. So it is well known that if you don't have a plan, most people are not going to read the Bible successfully if they don't have a plan. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is establish what a plan a plan for yourself. Mm-hmm. If Bible reading has not been a habit for people, what I encourage them to do is pick one book in the New Testament, something like First John or Ephesians or Philippians, and spend a month reading through that book. So you could take a chapter a week. So you're reading chapter one every day for a week, and then you go to chapter two. Trust me, by the end of the time you get done with that, whether it's John or Philippians or Ephesians, you are going to have a much better confidence Mm -hmm. about being able to understand what's in the Scripture. Because if we just take it at face value and not worry about trying to become a Bible scholar, I think we'll do more for people's spiritual life than anything else.
2: How about that? I noticed that you started with uh, three New Testament books. Uh, It sounds like that's the best place to start.
3: Well, again, as New Testament Christians, that is the best place to start. A more advanced reading plan, if you're looking for one, is you can read one chapter in the book in the, through the through the Gospels, and in 90 days you'll be done. So mm-hmm. you can do a whole year of reading the Gospels one chapter at a time and be done, do it four times in a calendar year.
2: Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, if people want to get a hold of you, your books, or your materials, they can always go to lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com. Put your name in, and they can get some of your writings as well. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Pastor Dan Taylor.
3: Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, that your word uh, is directed to us like a love letter and reminding us that we can trust in you even as we trust in your word. And so we commit uh, our lives to you yet again today. May the word get in us deeply and change our lives. For it is in your name we pray. Together everyone said,
6: amen. Amen. Father. Need electrical work done? Call A-Action. We specialize in electrical work. No job is too small. For electrical work, call 703-922-1900.
0: Problem solved. Alexa can play wava And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com.